Say, Timmy, what's that you've got there? Hiya, Pop. I'm just sitting here with my favorite book, Fight Club. Now, Timothy, don't you think you're a little old for those shenanigans? What do you mean, Pop? My young squire, you're going to be a fully mature clone one day. It's time for you to learn about the Venture Brothers and the exciting world of super science. Golly, Pop, where would I ever learn about such a neato thing like the Venture Brothers or super science? Well, son, the internet is for more than just looking at pornography on your phone. You can actually learn all about Venture Brothers and super science on Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. And you can actually watch the Venture Brothers on Hulu or Adult Swim or many other places. Just watch Venture Bro- no, watch- Please, just watch Venture Brothers. It's a good show. And please subscribe to Conjectural Technologies, Avenger Industries podcast. Our jokes are just a lot funnier after you've already watched the Venture Brothers. I mean, that, that makes sense, right? Gee, I guess so, Pop. Tim, what are you still doing here? We stopped that bit seconds ago. Well, golly, Pop, you don't have to be so mean. You're the one sitting here talking to yourself like a crazy person. Subscribe to... Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. Yeah, that's Gary. Gary Fisher. Definitely named him after 21. Uh Oh. Oh. He's going to grow up to be a a big hench kitty. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's such a villain, too. Cat's like staring at me. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Shut up. He arches the kids around the house. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, he'll be walking through the, the house, like, in the morning when he's all, like, hyped up and, like, in his, like, go mode, and then he'll just, like, jump out of nowhere and fucking attack one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Cats, cats generally <laughs> do not like me, and my mom has had cats since I've been born, so, Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they know that I'm allergic to them or what, Aww. but I mean, they will just ask me up. I mean, I'll be walking by and they'll just attack for no reason. I'm like, what the hell, Dolly? My husband had a cat named Tumor, not cancerous growth tumor, but Tumor is in Tumor's corner. Okay. Auburn fans. Yeah, sorry. Hmm. That cat. Oh. that cat would stalk people throughout the house if you come over if you came over to the house while that cat was alive you have a scar on your body from that cat she would stalk you and at some point while you were not expecting it like going to the bathroom sitting on the couch she would lunge up with all four her little paws latch on and just start clawing at you I mean, she was a malicious, I think she was a serial killer. No. Like, like a deceased one that had come back in the form of a cat. I still cried whenever she died, though. Well. Because I'm a decent person. Was it, was it tears of relief? Like, no. no <laughs> hell no. Whenever my child's frog and, you know, carny circus turtle died, I still cried. I'm, I'm a softie. Oh. Even though I'm a villain at heart, I'm still a softie. Well, I mean, I can I can see the monarch crying over like a, a lost pet. Oh, Mr. Mostly Mittens. Oh. <laughs> he had him stuffed. That's love. That is love. <laughs> what we're here to talk about on the Venture Sisters podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I am Audrey Hartburn and with me as always is my arch nemesis, <laughs> Dolly Parton. Hello, how are you Hi. this evening? I am doing well, recovering from uh, 
Halloween shenanigans. Oh, <laughs> I hope yours was um, a little bit more interesting than mine. <laughs> Man, I'm going to say, yeah, Halloween was uh, kind of a bust this year. Um, like, we uh, we took the kids downtown. Uh, they did get to dress up, so that was fun. I had a stormtrooper and a Batman. Uh, this is the second year we've had Batman. Um, same costume, different kid. <laughs> <laughs> Batman tradition. Yes, the Batman tradition, much like Hank, someone will always be Batman. Um, but the masks are less infuriating this time around. The tongue doesn't get caught in the slit. <laughs> the tongue does not get caught, <laughs> for sure. So yeah, we took the, the kids downtown, um, hit a few houses. I think it was like five or six houses that we hit. But here's the bullshit part of it. Like, no one was giving out the good shit or like the big ass candy bars. Like, it's already kind of a, a, a bust on trick or treat. And I mean, I appreciate that you're there. You know, I guess I, I shouldn't be bitching so much. Like I appreciate the free candy, but like, really? Cause last year when there was a fuck ton of kids coming around the neighborhood, I know these assholes had all the big candy and the good shit. So like, what ifs? Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was kind of a buzz. We uh, walked, you know, three or four blocks downtown. Um, a lot of the houses were, you know, their their steps and stuff were all taped off or bound off and stuff. One house, though, it was that they had, I think, the cutest idea. Um, on their little fence post, they had little clothespins, and in the clothespins were little lollipops. So you could just, like, take a lollipop as you were walking by. Like, probably Aww. the most, like, socially distanced um way to do trick-or-treat that I saw, you know, happen in our community. Um, so we got done with downtown, uh, took the, the kiddos back home and uh, decided to come up with a new game. And I think it'll be a tradition from now on. Um, every Halloween, we did some trick-or-treat hide-and-seek. And, and uh, trick-or-treat hide-and-seek <laughs> was something that I came up with um off of the top of my head like pulled that out of my ass as soon as we walked in the door because the kids are little they just want to you know walk around and knock on doors and say trick-or-treat and get some candy with their costumes on so we have a lot of doors in the house so the kids come and stand in the middle of the, the living room and they count and the grown-ups go and hide behind whatever door in the house and hand them out a handful of candy and we did like three rounds of that and the kids just they just loved it um Aww. Uh, jump scares, you know, out from behind the doors, because that's what uh, that's what dads are good for, uh, <laughs> you know. Yes. So we uh, ended up having a, a pretty memorable Halloween, um, making adventures. That was always something uh, my mom, you know, did with us whenever things didn't quite go uh, according to plan. We were we were making adventures, you know, trying to instill the same thing with my kiddos. Good. That sounds like a fun Halloween. It was definitely a fun Halloween. I'm sorry yours uh, wasn't up to par. Maybe it was. It was just so lackluster. Like normally, we have so many like, houses decorated, and right, like, hardly anyone decorated around here. So like you knew no one would be giving out candy and. I was, oh, it was just kind of overall depressing. Even my kids said, this was supposed to be the best Halloween ever. Full moon. And, and I landed on a Saturday and stupid COVID. This is just the worst. And you know, she's in that tween phase. So everything is very melodramatic. And just the world is arching her right now. Part of her costume, she was the white rabbit. And she was part of a group costume with her friends. They were all characters from Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And we had to retool her costume like three times because something was off. I had this great idea to do like a top hat with the bunny ears coming out and then have like little gears. And I found like little gears I was going to put on the hat with playing cards. And then finally she just said, I can't do it. It's not canon. And I was like, okay. 
Okay, well, so I said, well, scrap the hat. We're scrapping the hat. And I just, oh boy. I mean, wow. we just, we had to go through so many different variations of the costume. And then no, she just, everything was wrong. No, mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing was going to go right. Just nothing. <laughs> so, by the end of the night, I was like, I really wish... I had brought something to drink. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I'm hoping Halloween 2021, which is on a freaking Sunday. Um, which will stink around here because we're just so heavy Baptist and right. they're going to say, well, we're just going to have hallelujah festivals and we'll just, we'll make it a, a praise day. Mm. yeah we'll see we'll we'll see when we get there hopefully next year will be a, a better the year um than this year was uh speaking of halloween uh we hope that you enjoyed our first episode our halloween special for you guys there were uh, definitely a few mistakes it was a learning experience for the both of us um and our editor also um <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, I messed up so bad. I mean, oh, it was oh, so cringy to listen to myself. Oh, right. right. In all fairness, if you are a Venture Brothers fan like Dolly and myself, then you understand how much it's okay that the first episode of anything sucks because the pilot, if you've ever seen the pilot and if you're a true venture fan, you have seen the God awful um, escape from Turtle Bay. We've all seen it. We all know it. We all love it, um, but hate it, but kind of love it. Uh <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna chalk that up to our our Turtle Bay, um, yes, and uh, move forward from there. So today's episode, we've got some uh, pretty neat stuff for you. Um, we are gonna talk about uh, some Easter eggs here in the show, some really great ones. Um, that's one of our favorite things uh, about the the Venture Brothers. Um, it doesn't matter how many times you watch the episode through, uh, or the seasons through. You can find new stuff, learn new things, find new references. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of what we've uh, decided to focus uh, Venture Sisters on, um, bring us some new knowledge, uh, you know, every week here, um, share some, some new insight into some episodes, um, pick up on some new references that we've, we've spotted and pointed out for you. So today's episode is going to be about um, Saturday morning cartoons, because um, I mean, let's be honest, that that's kind of what uh, you know the Venture, the Venture Brothers riff really is. It's the the boy adventure cartoons, um, <clears throat> the mystery cartoons, those kind of things that you you sat down and watched with your cereal there on Saturday mornings. Um, and Dolly's done a little bit of uh, research, so um, after our break, we're gonna jump into some of that. So stay tuned. Hi, honey. I'm home. I hope my sandwich is ready. Oh, your roots are showing, and you know how we feel about that. I'm Amber Gold, International OSI Super Spy. And ladies, let me tell you, it's harder than it looks. Stopping Sphinx in the Guild is easy, but keeping these naughty roots from peeking out is the real battle. Ventec and Dummy Core are proud to introduce Boop, a new line of feminine health and beauty products for the super science-minded ladies on the go. Time for your hair treatment. One trip to the nozzle took my amazingly lush hair from dishwater to gold. Ah, that's much better. Now, that sandwich isn't gonna make itself, babe. Triangle cut, no crust, heavy mayo, and those little toothpicks with the colored plastic ends on them, blue only. Boop, hair dye. Because he's fantasizing about blondes anyway. Thanks to Boop, I can keep my man happy and my co-workers satisfied. Very satisfied. Found wherever abrasive chemicals are sold. Side effects may include tingling or burning sensation, loss of hair, scalp pain, rapid nasal hair growth, hallucinations, spontaneous male lactation, and loss of life. Not for sale in Europe, Canada, Ungerland, or Taiwan. Products may contain orphans. Hey! 
Hey kids, are you ready to take an adventure on the high seas of breakfast? We have the only seas that matter. Color, corn byproducts, and candy. I want some gas station sushi for breakfast. Stop right there, son. This cereal is slightly better than that. Try new Pirate Crunch. It's filled with everything that makes your long car ride better for dad. Flavored with sweet, sweet trank and vitamin K, enough to take you straight to the K-hole. For breakfast, are you a kid or a kid at heart? Or maybe you have an orphan heart in your pleasure can. Tired of eating sargassum and cod liver spots? Does Alpha Dog give you a wee bit of an Oedipus complex? Try Pirate Crunch or your father will never approve of your lifestyle choices. All right, welcome back, guys. Let's jump into today's episode, Saturday Morning Cartoons. Uh, God, I miss Saturday Morning Cartoons. It is not the same anymore. Uh, the, like the freaking commercials, bro. But we quit doing satellite because of the commercials. That's whenever <laughs> we decided to go to streaming whenever our kid was young. And because we just kept on seeing all these horrible commercials, we're like, oh, they're really targeting kids now. Yeah. So, yeah. So we just decided, no, okay, screw it. We're going to streaming. And that's whenever right. we ditched, you no know, cable, satellite, all that good stuff. Whenever she was like two years old and she's now 11. <laughs> But yeah, we've been mostly we've been mostly streaming. I think since uh, since both the kiddos um, were born. In fact, we went without cable for several years before we even had kids. So it's not really like the cable aspect of it isn't anything that I miss. But I do miss the nostalgia of you know waking up on the in the morning on Saturday and grabbing my bowl of super sugary whatever kind of marshmallow laden cereal. Um, <laughs> and you know plop it in front of the tv i miss i miss those days i'm sure that you miss those those saturday mornings as well i miss it tremendously i mean it was so much fun i mean you just you'd get up still in your pajamas and it was like you know, get to stay in your pajamas for that whole block as soon as you know the cartoon started until they ended around like for us it was like around 11 o'clock yeah. And it was just like, you know, your downtime. It was like your reward yeah. for school for that whole week. Absolutely. Like no chores had to be done or anything before, before that time. Like you were just kind of free to, you know, kick it around and do whatever. Um, and then when Antiques uh, Roadshow came on was when you had to get up and go do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I probably would have been the kid to still sit around and say, oh cool, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> oh, I definitely did. <laughs> definitely did that sometimes too. Uh, but that was always the cue, you know, for us that it was it was time to get up and go. Um, so you know, obviously we have a lot of uh, nostalgia for those those Saturday morning moments, and I think that's a, a big part of the the, the Venture Brothers um, universe. You know, just as a whole, there's so many characters that are references to um, those Saturday morning cartoon characters. You know, we've got Action Johnny, uh, who's um obviously uh johnny quest you know um and that whole storyline with uh dr z um and then you've got uh the osi gi joe um reference there and then cobra sphinx you know um and i know you've got some other good stuff dolly i absolutely love um cobra commander and the Sphinx <laughs> commander said, why are you yelling? <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Because I did kind of wonder, I said, that guy's voice must really be hoarse from yelling so much. <laughs> Love that. One of the best Easter eggs, and whenever I started thinking about this episode, and I started thinking about Easter eggs, I thought about the most obvious one that's just been laid out in front of us the whole time. The boys' pajamas. The boys' pajamas. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man. The Spider-Man Spider pajamas for Dean and Aquaman pajamas for Hank. 
And I mean, I was like, wow. I said, I've never even considered you know, that they've been wearing cartoon pajamas this whole time. You even, are so right. Even though Hal says, that's okay, Aqua Lad. I'll Aqualad. take it. <laughs> Aqualad. Oh, I love that. You know, that's but, a that's a really great catch, Dolly. Like that's that is brand new on me today. I was today years old when I thought about that. <laughs> so, so it's like, no, hiding, hiding in plain sight. It has been, it has been, because you get to see the boys in their, their jammies quite yeah, often yeah. Um, in the oh, first Oh yeah. Time. I kind of wonder if Dean still secretly wears his. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that you're wrong. Maybe he switched to Venom whenever he went to the dark phase. <laughs> Dyed him black. Right. Oh my God. Oh, but uh, one of the great episodes that hit on so many Saturday morning cartoons was Escape from the House of Mummies. Yeah. Because I mean, that's where yeah. just you get just a hodgepodge of all all of the action cartoon right right whenever oh, yeah. I, my favorite is whenever the guy throws the gun and the guy <laughs> says you know we have more bullets right <laughs> you've got to quit doing that <laughs> that scene is like one of my all-time favorites in the show oh, show. oh my god you just you see that happen all the time like even in movies not just cartoons movies too sure sure no that is an idiot that is amazing (laughs) that Uh, no escape from the house of mummies part two definitely one of my favorite episodes was super confusing by the way the very first time i watched it because I'm like, okay, where's part part one? Like, I thought I had skipped yes. the part on the DVD. Because I came in, I came in a little late to Venture Brothers. They were already up to season three by the time oh, I came. Oh, yeah. So we had those on DVD. Um, and uh, Beast got me into those. Um, <clears throat> I caught up pretty quick. Uh, that was during the time that we didn't have cable. So it was a perfect time to get into Venture Brothers. Um, and when we had the DVDs, we could do the commentaries too. But yeah, Escape oh, from the House of Mummies Part 2, when I first came across it, like, I thought that I had skipped an episode. Um. <laughs> I had to wait because I was watching it like, oh, Adult Swim, like from the beginning. Yeah. And I, I was like, what the fuck, Adult Swim? You skipped one. <laughs> and then I had to wait until the DVD came out. Really? And then, I it, and then I listened to the commentary and I was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me that is awesome also we have the scooby-doo reference with yes Mr. sargasso yes with the i said well you didn't have to kill the man we would have just simply put the ghost up on the projector with the oh, gosh with projector fog that was what he said the projector on the fog and i just i love that I just love that. That's the way he so did put out with Brock for killing his man. Yes. And then I, and the way he even has the Scooby-Doo mask where you can see the eyes through the holes, the rubber Scooby-Doo mask. And I, that's just absolutely perfect. <laughs> and, then, and also at the end he says, hi, you live by the pirate, you die by the pirate. <laughs> Oh man, Pirate Captain is one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah. So wholesome. Like (laughs) and he's he's so abused. He's really (laughs) abused too. You are not wrong about that. So taken advantage of. And even by like JJ. Yeah. And I mean, he's even condescended with uh with JJ's wife. I mean, she's nice, but it's almost in a condescending way, mildly. Yeah. But I see. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. I just, I don't feel like he's really genuinely loved by anyone except maybe Dean. Yeah, I can see that. And I think, Dean, you know, with Dean, you, you know, if Dean likes you or not. Like yeah. with Dean, like he's probably one of the most genuine characters. 
on the show. Like you very much get what you see with with Dean and with Hank. Oh boy, Hank. Hank's just all out there. <laughs> I mean, and plus you could you just picture the boys sitting down on Saturday morning to watch cartoons. Sure. Do you think that they watched like the uh, the boy adventure cartoons, like the the Rusty Venture cartoons? Do you, you think know, that Doc I would say that no. I would right. say no because Doc says at one point to Billy, he says, "I want to know why I haven't seen Dime One from those DVD sales." Whenever Billy's obsessing over Ooh. all the little details on the Rusty Venture show, that's so true. So I don't think he would even have it in the house. Right. Well, and maybe the boys wouldn't even be treated to cartoons. They're just stuck in their learning beds. <laughs> do you like, do you think the learning beds went like every day? Or like, do you think that there was like learning bed teacher work days? Like <laughs> <laughs> no snow days for the boys. <laughs> no, no snow days now that we figured out the friggin' distance learning. Right. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm not, not going to have that here. I say if, if the wind blows too hard here, we lose power. True. True. No power, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so our kids still have a shot. <laughs> okay. Too shame out. We also have the lovely Roy Brisby representing yes i might have their lawyers come for me so i'm just going to call them isney isney i like it yes um, i love that you called brigsby um lovely because i find him to be completely the opposite of that <laughs> he has a panda i mean you know if you, if you have an exotic animal there's some kind of appeal there you know can you i get you your panda do you think that he drinks taco smoothies? I bet you he would. <laughs> you just put in a little fancy container and just say, this is the elixir of life. The elixir of life. He would buy it. He would, and then he'd have about five seconds before his asshole caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalay, I'm on the fire. So is Mandalay like a boy's name or a girl's name? Is that... Is that gender neutral? What are we? You know, I'm not I, really sure at this point. I'm afraid to ask at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. This might, might be one of those things you just, you don't want to know. Again, but. one of those things. Like, that's going to go in the same same bucket as how the, the taco meat's made. Yep. Like. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're going to leave the panda milk with the taco meat. Is that how it's made? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I hope they're not milking something exotic. All the Brisby stuff is just great because I'm not a fan of that place that it is um, emulating. Yeah. Do you I, not feel like it is the most joyful place on the planet? I absolutely don't. I feel like it is a gigantic ripoff and a scam, like a multi-marketing scam i feel like that's where people scam mm. people but now they have like all these plans where you, know, you can give your money to them in installments and i'm like what's the interest rate on that <laughs> and, i mean i know people who like are now specialists or it's i don't know it's just it's weird and i mean i get that you know the way they made roy brisby so creepy and the park's so creepy, and Rusty did not want the boys going in the park. It right. was almost like he was trying to protect them in a weird way, like he never would protect them before, because huh. that other place is creepy as hell. I've only been to the other place the one time. Um, I've never been. Really? My child is not a fan of any of those movies. Really? No, yeah, like, ours have bought in. We're definitely going to have to, like... Make oh. sacrifice to those gods at some point oh um, no yeah no there's another park around there that i'd like to go to too um and i would like to spend even more time there if i'm being completely honest um, well they do have some pretty cool roller coasters at that other one i mean they had some pretty cool rides at the you know the most joyful place on the planet 
um, when I was there, you know, the one, uh, one ride where you go up and down, like really, really, really fast. What is that? The, the, the building of frightening. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> building of, ah, ooh, ee. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did that a lot. Um, I was like, ah, it was crazy. That was a lot of <laughs> That was a lot of fun and see usually i'm a chicken shit like i am not one for for riding rides but when i go yeah. to amusement parks like something about like all of the magic and excitement in the air i'm like fuck it let's go um and ride some crazy shit i don't know if i could do that now after i've had children i'd probably like piss all over myself without meaning to uh, <laughs> it, cha it changes I, i'm not gonna joke i'd be like i used to love all the big roller coasters and now I don't know if it was having a child that changed me or mm -hmm. watching Final Destination that changed <laughs> me. But true. One, of the, one of those things fucked me up really bad. Now I'm terrified of all rides. I'm like, truest <laughs> of friends. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I sneeze wrong and like I pee. So I'm definitely like not going to make it through a friggin' roller coaster anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm too old for that, yeah, unfortunately. Same. But at that joyful place, some smiling jackass will be right behind you with, you know, a mop and say, it's my pleasure. Are you happy? Are you happy? Thank you. Thank you very much for your urine. I appreciate this. Do you think like the employees walking in in the morning, like, all right, everybody take your happy pill. Uh. I, think, I think so. They probably like, you know, give them some kind of shot or something. And because I mean, I, I know people who have worked there I know one person who was a a very charismatic lord of sorts. Yeah. And I mean, he said that they were just treated like garbage. They wow. don't get paid very much at all. And like, they're not treated the way that they should, should be treated. Well. Yeah. And huh. yeah. And it's like really super strict really kind of cultish rules interesting. which which was interesting for me you know saying like the the free oc movement with the brisbee <laughs> connected with that i was like wow somebody somebody they know worked there right <laughs> they, they heard some stories right well i mean i think everybody hates their jobs so we're yeah you know, we're all gonna talk shit about our jobs um True. For sure, no matter how awful or not awful but like no matter how genuinely awful your job may actually be there is always that one like gung-ho asshole there that's like what this is amazing this place is awesome what do you mean like they give us a whole two minutes for a bathroom break it's fucking crazy <laughs> how do you not get it like <laughs> yes thank you so much for my two minutes i appreciate oh, you gosh. thank you <laughs> I appreciate it so much. I only got my bladder halfway emptied, but thank you. <laughs> my word. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and let's see. One of my other great ones I have on here is when they show the actual Rusty Venture show when Billy's on his rant. Yes. And, and it says... The Rusty Venture Show brought to you by smoking. <laughs> Back in, this is a, actually, believe it or not, before my time. There are actually cartoons older than me. There but was time before your time? No, that's unbelievable. Holy fucking shit. Back whenever the Flintstones was in black and white, they would have ad breaks where Barney and Fred would fire up a cigarette. They had like commercials you can pull up on YouTube where you can see Barney and Fred say, oh, it's been a long day at the old rubble factory. And they fire up their cigarettes. And it was like advertising on a children's cartoon for cigarettes. And I just, it cracks me up that they had the Rusty Venture show tied in with the old Flintstone smoking ad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. And then... That's I saved my favorite one for last. Go ahead. The Smurf argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
which even as a young child i wondered why there was only one female smurf i was like wow your mind was dirty i was like trying to remember how old i was whenever the smurfs came out i was probably like about seven yeah. You know, old enough, you know, to make, you know, Ken and Barbie have relations in the bed. Be like, oh, oh. golly. Be like, oh, I think Ken's supposed to be on top of Barbie. I don't know what they're doing, but I think they're supposed to be in that position. So I mean, it was enough for me to say, are all of them supposed to get on top of Smurfette? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, what is going on here? So Dude, whenever. Pictures. Why have you got to make it all dirty and bad? <laughs> when Gary started, is it Smurfs or mammals? And I was like, oh my God, this is, I've had this conversation since oh I was a child. God. Oh my God. So you agree, Smurfs or mammals? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's no way they could be laying eggs. As, no, she'd be an estrus 24 <laughs> 7. My Ray Romano voice is not on point at all. My favorite right now, though. I love it. Like, <laughs> oh. but yeah, that's, a, that's I think that's one of the first things that I picked up on was like the Smurf argument. And I was like, holy crap, that's great. Wow. So wow. I mean, you know, I don't know. As a girl, I really was like a girly girl, like a little girl. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I never did watch any of the boy cartoons, so the Smurf one is really the one I've really picked up on. Yeah, I was not into, like, I missed out on a lot of the, the boy stuff, um, but I mean, I knew about, like, X-Men and G.I. Joe yeah. and, and all that stuff. I watched a lot of that shit now because I have boys and I'm married to a boy. Uh, well, I mean, he's a man, but his cartoon taste is very much boy. <laughs> That's all I have on my cartoon dive. I, I love it. I think that we've, you know, hit on some really, some really good stuff. I definitely feel like we can readdress Saturday morning cartoons several more times. Oh, <laughs> we can definitely get into more cartoons. So yeah, now we are going to head into another break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up with uh, Wed Bed Behead and um, our new favorite segment uh, we're starting out tonight our scare bear theories um and we've got a couple of really good ones uh for our first episode i think you guys are gonna are gonna like it so um yeah we will be back in just a few hey there ladies have you ever been in the field and felt the need to yield to a panty shield not me. I'm Amber Gold, OSI super agent and full-time woman. New from Voop comes Menstruation Munitions, the only tampon with both civilian and military applicators. Guaranteed to hold a full quart of Aunt Flo's Bloody Mary mix. Hey babe, could you reach in my pack and grab me one of those Voop Menstruation Munitions? Uh, seriously babe? On the rag in the field? Oh, fine. Here, is this one of them? I, I, I don't know where anything is in your purse, lady. Just take take this. No, babe. I need one of the 12 days. It's a heavy blow off. Oh, come on. This is why I never do missions with women in the woods. Bears. Voop comes in a variety of calibers made for any size chamber. And because they're made by Voop, they're ribbed for her pleasure. And bear proof. Find all new Voop menstruation munitions at your local gun store, trade show, pawn shop, flea market, Underland, Hanko, or Texas. Thanks to Voop, I've got menstruation munitions ready to lock and load. Now I'm ready to send my enemies to hell on a river of blood. Theirs, not mine. Mm. Gross. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to wrap up this, the second episode of the Venture Sisters with our uh, Wed Bed Behead and our Scare Bear Theories. 
starting us off with Wed Bed the Head, we are choosing from Action Johnny, Brisby, and Pirate Captain. Who you got, Dolly? Okay. I would wed Roy Brisby. As disgusting as that is, I don't think anything he has works anymore. <laughs> and he's rich, and I don't think he's going to be with us very much longer. So I can tolerate that. I would bed the pirate because I think he could get with it pretty good. I think he's got some moves, a lot of swashbuckling and whatnot. Okay. I would I would behead Action Johnny because I have a stinking suspicion that he would carry a lot of disease oh. with him. Yeah, he might put a herpy in you. He would. I know he would do that. <laughs> Kiss your wife's foot. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Like, okay, so you kind of rocked my world with, with Brisby there because my initial reaction to him was bad and like just put the poor man out of his misery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he's just so gross to look at, but he does fulfill like one of the, the lifelong fantasy should beast ever perish like the the next the, the next partner i'm going for is someone that is old and on their deathbed and with no living heirs that plans on signing me over all of their things um if you're out there just know i'm looking uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I might have to, I might have to play copycat this time. Neener, neener, sorry. Um, <laughs> it was really good idea. So I'm jumping aboard your Um So we're going to, we're going to wed B- Brisby there and take advantage of him for all of his money. Um, yeah. Definitely not betting action, Johnny, unless I'm wearing a fucking hazmat suit. Oh, Who knows what the oh. shit that dude has on him. Uh, <laughs> at least oh. her. Uh, <laughs> syphilis um just a laundry oh. list of grossness i guess he's action johnny for a reason yeah all the stds <laughs> um yeah, so we're just gonna go ahead and uh, behead him and um i guess by default bed pirate captain you do have some some points though i think that he would have some moves in the bed i mean and then uh you know hook him up with some trank darts that could get fucking weird it could <laughs> Oh, that can get really kinky. Super but kinky. I say, hey, you want to have a hot date in the polar bear pit? I'm down for a hot date in the polar bear pit. Pirate captain, Dolly, Trank oh. Dart. Oh, and costumes. He would have extra costumes. Yeah, he would. Oh, oh, he didn't would. think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm still creeped out over Action Johnny, though. That is just, mm. my skin is crawling a bit. Yeah, that was weird and gross and awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into our Scare Bear theories, which are going to be a little bit better than uh, Wed Bed Behead was there. You've got a really good one, and I've got a really good one. I think you should oh. go first. All right. My Scare Bear theory is that it is Brock but it's time travel Brock from Escape from the House of Mummies part two. When they, at the end of it, when they cut open the bear to stick Hank in it when he's freezing, uh-huh. we never saw what happened to the second time travel Brock. True. And there was already a bear skin there. True, very true. So, so just for clarification, um, for listeners that may or may not be in the know, uh, the scare bear theories that um, we're bandying about are tied into who is in the scare bear suit at the end of season seven. Who's there that saves Hank as he's in the snow freezing? Um, who is that good guy? Which leads me to my theory for who is scare bear, and that's uh, Dr. O. We find out in season six episode mama's boys 
that uh, Dr. O can sense when the boys are in trouble. Uh, and that's how, spoiler alert, we, you know, get one of the clues that Dermot is actually a venture brother uh, because he's in trouble um, and summons something, doesn't know exactly what he's summoning, but he's actually ended up summoning Dr. O to his aid. Hank is in trouble. Dr. O senses that and comes to his aid, you know, dressed as Scare Bear. I feel like he's dressed as Scare Bear because he doesn't want to uh, reveal that uh, he's in New York yet. I don't think that uh, any of the ventures at that time knew that uh, he had made it to the city um, and that they were buying a house and setting up shop in New York. That's my Scare Bear theory and I'm sticking to it, at least for this episode. I have another one next time. <laughs> I like that theory though. That's a um, solid theory. I just happened to watch Mama's Boys like earlier today. Uh, so that's what uh, what made it stick out. Oh, that's a good one. I just, I love the point. <laughs> Further proving the point, how awesome Venture Brothers is. And if you're not hooked to this show, I don't know, first of all, why you're listening to my podcast because you've got to know something about Venture Brothers <laughs> to be interested in the shit that we're talking about. Um, <laughs> But at least I hope we're making you love and appreciate Venture Brothers a little bit more for what it is. Um, and it's just a, an homage to, you know, all of the great cartoon stuff, comic book stuff, pop culture stuff that we all, you know, kind of grew up with. It's definitely been Doc and Jackson's sandbox to, you know, play out all of their little fanfics and shit, um, just changing up the titles of the characters. Uh, let's be honest, you know, yeah. it's, it's their superhero world kind of turned up on its head. I, I am so in love with the premise of like villains and good guys just being, you know, everyday people, um, but not like, but like the shit that they deal with is like, you know, it's just like me and you getting up and going to work. Like, it's just their everyday shit. And like, to us, we're like, holy crap, that's ridiculous. And to them, like, yeah, that's last Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> the whole idea of Matt Malice, the whole idea of a whole like, subdivision for villains. That yes. is like, the coolest thing ever to me. Yes. Especially whenever you know, the guys, like, whenever they ring the bell and he said, live in a nice housing area and got a hippie next door playing Mike Oldfield. What <laughs> <laughs> that. And it's like one of those really, really obscure references if you get it. <laughs> well, and the show makes me want to learn more, you know, just like you said with the, the earlier in the episode with the boys in their cartoon pajamas. Never really like picked up on it, never really paid attention to it. I learned something freaking new today. Um, <laughs> and we hope that you guys learned some new things too. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will join us again next time. Uh, thanks for coming out. As always, I have been Audrey Hartburn and I'm Dolly Parton. Don't let your rusty venture. The Venture Sisters Podcast. Hosted, written, produced, and directed by Audrey Hartburn and Dolly Parton. Executive produced by Baron Beast Lamode and Vaude Villain. Edited by Conjectural Technologies. Music and graphics provided by Vaude Villain. Sound Engineering by Brick Frog. Venture Sisters Podcast is part of the Helper Network. Find us at anchor.fm forward slash hench for life. That's hench, the number four, life. On Spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Went to a Halloween party and saw some friends from high school and reminded me of a guy from high school who used to do these backyard boxing matches. Backyard boxing, it does not get more Alabama than that. One of them, he, his jaw just got shattered and they had to wire his jaw shut. And he um, did some stuff that um, made him have a hankering for Taco Bell one night. And the- Thank you for this going, Dolly. Oh, it, it gets it gets so much worse. So the the hunger pains got so bad that he finally said, "Fuck it, I'm getting the Taco Bell." Went to Taco Bell, got his tacos, put them into a blender, added no. some liquid, blended no. them, and drank them through a straw. No. 
That is hardcore commitment to the bail. Unacceptable. I mean, it's definitely sticking outside the bun, but taco smoothie? Thinking outside the bell. Thinking outside of a lot of things. I think they should have got an endorsement from Taco Bell for that. Robians definitely should have like at least gotten a month of free Taco Bell after he got yes. his like his jaw all unwired and shit. Like that is some hardcore cravings. Like, okay, we know that Taco Bell already like kind of just goes straight through you after you have to like chew it up and eat it. Oh didn't even think about that. <laughs> wow. Wow. That must have just rocketed right through his body. I mean, did he drink the smoothie while he was sitting on the toilet? Because that's probably what he should have. Yeah, you would but have to. Just wanting to taste it. Like. Yeah, I, mean, I hope he had some Pepto before. <laughs> Shotgun some Pepto and then chug your, chug your tacos. Right. I don't foresee this dude just based on other decisions made in his life. I really don't see him being smart enough to take the Pepto before he downs his taco smoothie. Do you think he put like the fiery sauce in it? I will say this was back in high school. So this was like 94, oh, 95. Oh, they only had like so, the one sauce. This was yeah. before, that was before they were even putting like the, the words and like the sayings and shit on the sauce. I mean, I think your choices was like a taco, a burrito, and I think the Mexican pizza just come out rest in peace mix and pizza we miss you that kills me i never even ordered it that often but now that i know that i can't i'm even more upset oh man right. that was like my favorite man. that was the thing my mom always got and i mean everyone's like well you can make it at home and i'm like i can't do that mystery meat at home um duh yeah <laughs> i don't know where that meat came from you can't get grade f meat at the grocery store no protest i'm kidding i'm not like <laughs> i don't want to know what that looks like i don't want to hold it touch it i'm glad it's wrapped up and smothered yeah in, like cheese and sour cream <laughs> i think i said it on some i don't know what page i was on but i said something about it somebody said i work there i can help you out with it i said i don't want to know what's in it no i said that's a forever mystery for me i don't want to know do not pull back the curtain i don't want to see what's behind it i'm super good on on knowing what's actually in the taco meat because then i won't want it anymore nope i'm happy eating hot dogs not ever knowing how they're made <laughs> <laughs> just give me my garbage food i'm, I'm happy mm -hmm.